Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Do you feel like you keep dating people who won't commit and you've struggled in your dating life? You've gone through all these breakups, or maybe you've even struggled to consistently date and stay in the dating game. And you are actually the one who struggles to commit and let your walls down. I know how exhausting this can be when you have this desire on your heart that you really want that partner, that best friend, that person to build a life with, and yet your dating life is just going nowhere and you can't seem to find a person to build a healthy relationship with. I just know how frustrating that is. And I was able to take everything I know from clinical psychology and attachment theory research and NLP belief work and build a program that can help you no matter what your past has been, even if you've never had a healthy relationship before in your life, this program will help you become the securely attached, healthy, high self-worth version of you who effortlessly attracts that partner that you've always wanted. So spots are really limited. We can only take a small amount of people every month. And I want to invite you to not wait on your healing. Love is for those who are willing to be brave and do the work And you are so deserving of removing the barriers to everything you desire. So I just want to invite you, apply to the Empowered, Secure, Loved program. You get coaching with me and you will be able to embody that version of you that you deserve. And spots, once again, are super limited. So make sure you apply. You can find the link in my Instagram bio. My Instagram handles Dr. Morgan Coaching, and the link will also be in the show notes. I'm so excited for you to embody that healthy, securely attached version of you. You are so worthy of it. It's your host, Dr. Morgan. Today's episode is going to be short and sweet, but very powerful. Something I haven't talked about before that I really have felt called to talk about lately. And this is going to be helpful to you no matter where you are on your healing journey. I think this is a really good reminder. We're going to talk about anger and the power of anger and why we must feel anger. So this is something like, like I said, doesn't get talked about enough. And I'm really excited to touch on it with you today. Before we jump in, I just have to acknowledge what happened in Nashville 
you know, with the shooting recently. And I am so heartbroken for our kids, our country, our schools, that these things keep happening. It it really honestly breaks my heart. And Nashville is a place I've been really lucky to spend quite a bit of time there. Such a beautiful community. I know people are going to rally around those families. Um, but I'm just, I'm so sick of hearing this in the news and, ah, it's just hard. I mean, I, I remember growing up pre nine 11, I felt like things just, we just didn't have the same culture of fear that we have in our country. And now with these shootings happening, I just feel such a culture of fear in our country. And it makes me, it makes me really sad and I'm not incredibly political. It's not something I spend a lot of time thinking about. All I know is we need an answer. We need things to be different. Things need to change. This this cannot be something that our kids have to think about as they go to school. So I'm with you. If that really impacted you, it really impacted me too. I was crying for no reason for days. And then I realized, oh, it's not for no reason. It's because of this devastating thing that's happened. And I feel numb to it a lot of times because that's a coping skill, right? Of I just don't want to even think about it. But when we don't process things, they come out sideways. So it's filling up my car with gas and I feel tears in my eyes. And it's like, why is that happening? It's not the gas. It's because I'm mourning the state of our country and just the fear that we have. And I just want to acknowledge that, hey, it might have impacted you too. And as humans, we're, we're feeling beings, we have emotions, and it's totally normal if it did impact you or if any of our news impacts you. And I just want to encourage you to take really good care of yourself and just be aware if you're exposed to news or things that are really hard, you're going to have to do some extra self-care and really step up and care for yourself and connect to some sense of good in the world and create that secure attachment within yourself and within healthy relationships that you have to intentionally remind yourself that we don't have to be in a fear-based state all of the time, right? So my my hope for us as a country that we continue to heal and that we find ways to prevent this to happen. All right. Just a side note there that I felt like I had to speak on and just know I'm with you if you felt heartbroken about that recent news. Um, anger. Wow. I guess I have connected. <laughs> I've connected this intro. Um, we have to get angry. It's not talked about enough. Anger for most of us and the way that we've been programmed, we're supposed to avoid anger, right? We're supposed to feel all the feelings are fine. Um, obviously, people in our lives just want us to be happy and positive. Like that's kind of what gets programmed in a lot of us of, Oh, you should, you know, why are you, why are you so, um, why, why are you so angry all the time? Why are you so difficult? Or you just seem so down, right? Like we, we get that feedback from people in our lives and we know that, Oh, people prefer when we are upbeat and positive and in a great mood. And obviously we prefer that too. We love we love being in a great state. Who doesn't? And 
Here's what I know. If we do not feel anger at all, anger turned inwards is depression. I'm sure a lot of you have heard of this. But when anger is not directed to the appropriate source, it can be turned inwards towards ourselves. And that really creates depression or depression-like symptoms. And the reason I hate it is it prevents you from changing. When we don't feel anger at all, we stay the same. So before I dive in, I want to just try to shake loose some of the beliefs that you have about anger. Anger is a healthy emotion. And yes, it is a secondary emotion that of course, there are emotions below anger and there are deeper emotions such as pain, sadness, loss, grief, etc. Right? There's deeper emotions below anger. And it's still a highly, highly valuable emotion. So all of us have been taught, oh, you know, just don't, don't get angry. You shouldn't get mad, right? And there is helpful anger and there is anger that is not helpful. So I want to shake that belief that all anger is bad. Anger can be good. There is anger that moves us forward. When we don't get angry, we are numbing, we are avoiding. It's likely that we are scared to set boundaries. And this shuts us down completely emotionally. If we don't feel anger, we disconnect from all our emotions. So we can become numb to our emotional experience. And it can also horribly, horribly impact relationships because if you're not feeling anger, then you're not acknowledging what are the things that don't feel good to you in relationships? What are the things that make you angry? If you're not acknowledging that, you're avoiding it, you're saying, oh, it's just really not that big of a deal, then what do we develop? We develop resentment over time. And ultimately, it makes us want to isolate because we can't express how things impact us. And we're not allowing ourselves to feel or acknowledge when things impact us. So we find that, oh, I would just rather be alone, right? So not feeling your anger has tons of negative impacts on, on your life. So let's that, that belief needs to go that all anger is bad. There is good anger. For example, uh, my cousin was staying at my house recently, my brand new, beautiful home. Love my house. I am so thrilled. I'm so grateful. I've had this house on my vision board for five years. It's finally here. And it's a dream, which I should do an episode talking about that. Um, but anyways, my house, my cousin comes. He is a... And I never get his occupation correct. But basically, he sells rocks to people who are building homes. So he's picking rock um, not a mason. I don't know. Anyways, he, here's the deal. My cousin is covered in dirt, probably 80% of the time. Um, he does shower, I promise. But just his occupation, he gets covered in dirt. And he came last minute to stay at my house. And there were some things that were out of his control. But he ended up keeping my boyfriend and I up until probably like 1.30 or 2 a.m., so he got there super late. And then he also got dirt 
everywhere in my new house. And his dog, which I know this is some stuff that he can't control, but his dog got dirt everywhere and scraped up my couch, my brand new couch that I have. This leather has some scratches on it. Anyways, I felt anger. And this is one of those scenarios. I love my cousin to death. He's an incredible guy. We have a great relationship. And I was angry. And if I had held that in and if I had not expressed how I felt and how um, it negatively impacted me, his, how his actions had a negative impact on how I felt, um, I would have pulled away from our relationship. I wouldn't have wanted to see him. I wouldn't have wanted to talk to him, right? Family functions, like maybe I would have been a bit more distant. So what did I do? I did the thing that's not the easy thing, but the important thing where I, in a healthy way, expressed my frustration. I expressed my anger in a healthy way and he received it and we had a healthy conversation and we're all good now. But how many of us experience something that crosses our boundaries and maybe it crosses our boundaries repeatedly? Maybe it's a friend who's always 20 minutes late. Maybe it's that person who you always end up paying for dinner and they never pay for dinner. You're always picking up the tab, right? And it's building and building. Maybe it's a childhood where you could never go to your parents and tell them that you were hurt and needed support. And unconsciously, even as a child, you had a lot of anger towards your parents that you could not feel based on survival. As a, as a kid, you need a roof over your head. So you can't necessarily express your anger because that's another unhelpful belief that we have. If we express anger, we lose our relationships, right? So you couldn't express your anger and then it builds up all your life and you have anger turned inwards And then we wonder why we have such high rates of depression because we are not expressing our hurt, our anger, the way that we feel. We're not expressing it outwardly. We're letting it be internal. We're not getting it out. And then we're numbing with Netflix, junk food, substances, shopping, et cetera. Um, we're numbing in all of these ways. So we're not, we're not actually processing anything. And we're walking around with all this built up anger, frustration, pain, hurt that has no outlet. And what is fascinating to me is so many of us have been so cut off from anger. It feels like such a scary, scary emotion that we're not even aware that we're angry. That if you ask somebody how they felt about their childhood or how they felt about a friendship, they wouldn't even be able to acknowledge that they felt angry. So my work, part of my own healing, has been allowing myself to get comfortable with anger and to build a healthy relationship with anger and to realize that it is important that I can express it. 
And that took time, right? And here's the other thing too. So many of you have seen unhealthy models of anger. You've seen the person who's screaming and yelling and throwing things. And you've seen these models where anger is really scary. And it's important to acknowledge that, yes, there's unhealthy ways to express anger, right? But there's also really healthy ways to acknowledge it and to validate it. And when you can start to validate that, yes, this anger is valid, you can start to move through your healing much better. So for example, I lost my mother at a young age. I don't wish that on anyone. And those of you who have lost a parent at any age, you understand, you know, it's really painful. So the young age of six years old, my life's completely changed. And guess what? I had a lot of anger about that, that I had never dealt with, that I was angry that I did not get to have a mom growing up. And I had to allow myself to validate that anger, to say, of course, of course you're angry. You have the right to be angry. For some of you, this looks like maybe you had a parent that was just never there, that wasn't present. Maybe they traveled a ton for work. Maybe you didn't have that relationship with your father that you saw other people have. There's so many opportunities for anger, which I know it sounds terrible, but it's like everybody has a way that they were failed at some point in their childhood. And and we can still, I got to clarify this, we can still be securely attached and have experienced anger, right? Like we, we have experienced probably failures or ruptures in our relationships growing up, and we can still develop a secure attachment style. Uh, but you will not be able to heal fully and be able to release and to build new ways of being if you hold on to anger. So, and if you, you know, the first step is a wearing, being a wearing. Oh, came up with a new word. The first step is a wearing. <laughs> the first step is becoming aware that you have the anger, right? We have to have awareness first. We have to have that validation, the acknowledgement, and then we can release and then we can choose differently. And so many people struggle, struggle, struggle in their healing work. And it's because they're avoiding feeling anger. I I always think about this anger in terms of your healing is basically like that rocket fuel. Anger gives you a lot of fuel. When you acknowledge it, you feel it, you process through it. It'll give you a lot of fuel in your healing and it's not sustainable energy. So it's like, I don't have a metaphor for this. I'm trying. It's like the fuel that would burn out really quick. It might get you one lap around the track. It's going to get you going. It's the fuel that's going to get you going from a standstill. You need to feel some of the anger, but it's not going to be the sustainable energy that lasts and lasts and lasts. Then we need to get into self-love, desire for healing, love for self and love for others, self-compassion. We have to develop emotions of desire for connection, right? gratitude. Those of you that can't feel any gratitude and you're like, F this gratitude journal, you know why? Because you haven't allowed yourself to get angry yet. 
You can't get to gratitude if you haven't felt anger. So I feel like (laughs) this is such a funny episode. I'm like, hey, go get angry. But I mean it. Like, Allow yourself to acknowledge what are you angry about? Allow yourself to get angry, okay? Obviously, do it in a healthy way. Journal. Maybe you take up boxing. Maybe you go to one of those places where you can break things. I know there's like, I don't know what they're called, destroy rooms or something. You can go and smash things in a healthy, safe environment. But allow yourself to feel the anger. And please, 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 when you acknowledge that you're ready for healing and you want to do the work, use that anger as fuel to actually do the work. Because once again, we don't want to be in that state forever. It's just an initial push. We have to get through it. And then we can heal and feel into other emotions that are much more sustainable energy for us for the rest of our lives, right? Um, But learning how to process anger and use it for change. So instead of letting it keep you stuck, like 99.9% of the world does, using anger as a way to just stay stuck and avoid and distance from people, we want to learn how to use anger as fuel for change. And that's something that took me a lot of time. And it's something I'm really happy to teach people inside of the Empowered Secure Love Program, where we acknowledge ways that they were failed and we allow anger to be present. So if you're realizing, hey, I need to do the work, I want to invite you. We have limited spots in April here inside of the Empowered Secure Love Program. We've had so many women coming to us who want to work with us. So really, really, uh, not a ton of room. So if you know it's you, make sure you apply to our program. Grab your spot. When you start now, you are doing the work before summer. So hey, by the time summer comes around, you might be able to experience a totally different dating life where you can show up securely attached and love yourself and actually enjoy dating. So I want to invite you. Don't wait. Now is the time. You can use the link in the show notes or the link in my Instagram bio. And I would be honored to coach you as you do your healing work. All right, y'all. I hope you got angry. (laughs) I hope you make some time to go feel some anger because you deserve it. And as you know, of course, I'm so grateful to you for being a listener and for showing up for yourself, that you're taking the time to show up for yourself and do this work. Give yourself gratitude for doing that. And of course, of course, as always, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk with you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.